Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Tuesday, everyone. I'm glad you're with me today. We have been talking about the importance of following through. When we make a decision or a commitment, we need to follow through. It's not enough just to have a good intention. Success will come when we follow through on the choices that we have made. Now, we have been looking in the scripture and seeing how Jesus identified this problem and told his disciples how to overcome it. We find it in Mark chapter 14. Jesus is in Gethsemane with his disciples. He asks them to pray with him, but when he comes back, he finds that they're sleeping. And he says to them this important truth. He said, your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. He didn't upbraid the disciples. He just told them their situation and what their problem was. They all had a willing spirit. They all wanted to be with Jesus. They all wanted to pray with him. But because of the weakness of their flesh, they slept. And so Jesus' admonition to them was, watch and pray that you do not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. To overcome the weakness of our flesh, we have to watch. We have to be vigilant. Just as if we were on a watch, we were a sentry, and we were defending our city. That person needs to keep awake. They need to be vigilant. They need to be looking all around. They need to be aware of what's happening so they can take appropriate action. And so it is with us. The Lord has planted some things in our heart. He's given us ideas. He's given us vision. He's given us promptings. And we need to agree with that. We need to say, yes. But then we need to follow through and actually do it. But many times we don't because of this very situation. Our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. Now here's the problem. When the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak, the flesh wins out unless you do something to overcome the weakness of the flesh. Now, we talked about the situation of Moses leading the children of Israel in the wilderness and fighting against the Amalekites. In the story, in Exodus chapter 17, Moses is up on the mountain, and Joshua is leading the army in the valley against the Amalekites. And the scripture says that when Moses held up his hand, that Israel prevailed. But when he let down his hands, Amalek prevailed. But it said Moses' hands became heavy. He couldn't continually hold them up. Why? Because his flesh was weak. He wasn't able to continually do the thing he needed to in order for Israel to win. So what did they do? Now now here's where we're coming to the practical side of this. It said that they took a stone and Moses sat on the stone. And Aaron and Hur, one on each side of him, supported his hands. They lifted them up. And it said that Moses held this position until the going down of the sun, and Joshua and his army completely defeated the Amalekites. Now, 
if we put all these stories together, I believe we can draw some very practical truths out of this that will help us. Let's look at the two things that Moses did to help him to overcome. The first was they sat him on a rock. And the second thing was people around him held up his hands. Now this speaks to two things to me, structure and accountability. Let's talk about the first one. If we're going to overcome the weakness of our flesh, we need to have a structure that our life is based upon. Now this harkens back to what we said earlier in other days, that when Jesus gave the Sermon on the Mount, he said to them at the end, now if you hear these words and do them, you're like a man who dug down through the dirt and put his house on a rock. Now it's interesting, Moses sat on a stone and Jesus says, build your house on a rock. It means get it down to something that's solid. Our human flesh vacillates. I mean, we have a strong desire to do something today and tomorrow we get up and it's not quite as strong in our mind and we forget about it. And we go back and forth, up and down. We're not consistent. And if you're going to follow through on the things that we should do, you have to be consistent. But our human nature is not consistent. We get inspired about something. We go all gung-ho for it. And so we launch into it. But then it peters out over time. I see this in my own life. I, I hate to admit it. I, I, I wish it wasn't that way. But it's the case. When we first see something, when God's word is first planted in our heart, there is an initial excitement, there's an inspiration that causes us to want to launch into things. But inspiration is like a match. There's a flame there and it's burning, but if you don't do something with the match, it will soon go out. And so it is with inspiration. When you feel something from God and that initial match is struck, then you need to do something with it. You need to light some kindling. You need to allow the inspiration to cause you to make some decisions to do something, to implement a structure that helps you to carry through consistently on what you want to do. Now, this is the whole point. Just as a golfer who wants to follow through has to do some mechanical things, be thinking about how I am going to follow through after I hit this ball and do it so much that that swing is grooved. That's how he's going to be successful. And so it is with us. When God plants something in our spirit, we have to say yes to it, but we also need to make a second commitment at that time to say, how am I going to do this? What structure am I going to implement in my life so I can be consistent in this. Now, this is the heart of what I want to share in this whole matter of following through. There's inspiration, but you need to do something practical, something very human, using natural elements. I mean, they put Moses on a stone. That was just a natural thing. And then Aaron and her held up his hands. I mean, that was very natural. But by their doing this, Israel won the battle. They defeated the enemy. Did it all hinge on them putting Moses on a rock and lifting up his hands? Well, yes, to a certain extent. It was much more than that. God's power had to be there. But they overcame Moses' weakness 
by these practical outward things that they did. And so it is with us. We have to do some practical outward things to follow through, to be consistent. Now let me just say a few things about consistency before I begin to give you the practical things that we can do to overcome. Being consistent, persevering, is a secret to success. I read something recently and it said this, Being consistent on a daily basis promotes success and success breeds upon itself. Being consistent on a daily basis builds your self-esteem. Being consistent on a daily basis enhances your confidence. Being consistent on a daily basis motivates you to keep on trying. Being consistent on a daily basis encourages healthy habits. Being consistent on a daily basis provides you with the will to persevere. Now, that is so true. There is something in our makeup that we are to have integrity. Integrity is following up and consistently doing day after day the things that you know you should do. It's a matter of having a good conscience. Paul said, I have kept a good conscience unto this day. And it strengthened him. So how do we maintain consistency in the face of the weakness of our flesh? You know, there's an element in the scripture that people don't talk about very much. And that is a vow. In the scripture, you find many times that God's people made a vow. They vowed before the Lord that they would do something. And it strengthened them. Why didn't they just say, well, I'll try or I'm going to do my best to do that? No, that's not strong enough. Many times a vow helps us to be consistent and to follow through. That's why we have marriage vows. We need to vow before the Lord that we will love and honor someone for the rest of our lives. You know, sadly today, marriage vows have lost their importance. But they have not lost their importance in the sight of the Lord. He sees it as a vow and he's going to hold us accountable to them. Let me just share seven things that the scripture says about vows. In Deuteronomy 23 and verse 21 and 22, it says, Breaking a vow is a sin. The scripture says, When you make a vow to the Lord, you shall not delay to pay it. For the Lord your God will surely require it of you and it will be a sin to you. And then the second thing is, a vow must be carried out. It says in verse 23, That which has gone from your lips you shall keep and perform. And then the third thing is, not keeping a vow can bring serious consequences upon our lives. Scripture says in Ecclesiastes, When you make a vow to the Lord, do not delay to pay it. Pay what you have vowed. Better not to vow than to vow and not pay. Why should God be angry at your excuses and destroy the work of your hands? The fourth thing is, don't make a rash vow. It says, do not be rash with your mouth and let not your heart utter anything hastily before God. For God is in heaven and you on earth, therefore let your words be few. That's Ecclesiastes 5 and verse 2. The fifth thing about vows is that despite all of this, we're admonished to make vows. Psalm 76.11 says, Make vows to the Lord your God and pay them. And then number six, 
Keeping our vows will bring a heritage from the Lord. Psalm 61.5 says, O God, you've heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. And then lastly, vows are not to be reconsidered. Proverbs 20.25 says, It is a snare for a man to devote rashly something as holy and afterward to reconsider his vows. So, the scripture tells us how important a vow is and not to break it. But he says, make vows because I'll bless you when you do it. Because a vow helps us to overcome the weakness of our flesh. If you're struggling in doing something that God has called you to do, you may want to consider carefully making a vow before the Lord. And if he leads you to do that, I believe that vow can strengthen you to do what you need to do. Well, that's our time for today, but we'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. Take note that we are now meeting again in person at 9.30 and 11.30. We are limited to 30% capacity and are following all the recommended protocols. We are also continuing our online service at 10.30. Be sure to join us for one of these services. To learn more about us, check out our website at kwcf.org. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.